0: How do computers work? This is the first of 56 four-hour episodes explaining the basics of machine language. Or opt out now by thinking, that sounds terrible. You have selected the opt-out option. Let's in a Brought to you by Good Games. Sick of getting wood in Fortnite? Losing your marbles? Wondering how your console actually works all those polygons? Switch to Turing Tumble and let your balls drop. This month we don't have a game, we have a puzzle. We're joining Alia the Space Engineer. That's a four-year degree now offered at the University of Minnesota. In a trip through more broken rooms than a walk through Elton John's house after a Watford loss. Watford FC. This is Seven Land Hand. Turing Tumble is a logic puzzle set to the storyline of Alia the Space Engineer in which you build a mechanical computer with switches and marbles. It was kick-started in 2017 and launched in January 2018. It's a puzzle, not a game, so any number of players can crowd around it for any amount of time. Turing Tumble was designed by mathematical madman Paul Boswell and is self-published by their company, Turing Tumble LLC. The comic book that accompanies the puzzle is illustrated by Zhao Yang Li. And just like a real computer, this device will have network connectivity problems, the government are watching your every move, and Apple are promising a prettier, yet half as functional version in the summer. The puzzle's elevator pitch reads as follows Turing tumble is a completely new type of game, ages eight to adult. That's not really a new type of game, is it? We've uh, had that before. Yeah, we've yeah. heard that somewhere where players build mechanical computers powered by marbles to solve a series of fun logic puzzles in order to rescue Alia the space engineer from a forgotten planet. Unlike other coding games, Turing Tumble teaches not only coding, but also how computers work. Players use a set of six different types of parts to build computers that can generate patterns, add, subtract, multiply, divide, compare numbers, and much, much more. It's, it's a Turing-complete computer which means that if it were big enough, it could do actually anything a regular computer can do. And it goes... Oh, like in the intro. Yeah. That's much better. One disclaimer before we proceed, Paul Boswell is not actually a madman. However, it has been rumoured that to void probability, he butters both sides of his toast, uses coins with tails on both sides, and has a large D1 dice collection. But what does it all mean to gamers? Here... In deep thought, pondering the idea of 42, it's Matrix Matt McCow. You're just going to communicate in zeros and ones all evening.
1: Sounds like fun.
0: No, 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 I don't know. <laughs> All right, anyway, what geekiness has excited your zeros
1: and ones this month, gentlemen? Well, it has been a full month since the last time we recorded. It's been uh, a whole August. Yeah, in the whole of August, so yeah. much has happened. Like, I've got a lot, I don't know where to start, but I, I think I'll start with the thing that we were sort of talking about last time, oh, that which was LARP.
0: That was a Metallica song originally. The
1: thing that we should not talk <laughs> about. Yeah, um, yeah, larp. Yeah, with, Ooh, yeah, with the you Boot did it. Hill. Yeah, I did the Boot Hill lap. Uh, yeah. I, I joined it on a, on a Saturday and and spent the whole day dressed in western garb, uh, r- r- running around as the man in black. Were you and an NPC or were you? An I was an NPC. Dude? Oh yeah, an, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was an NPC. But I had a I had a role.
0: Much as in uh, life, Matt wasn't. No, that's cruel. <laughs> We've all had those moments, though, haven't
1: we? Yeah. <laughs> no, I got to play the the the. The vicious leader of a of a uh, I don't know an outlaw gang I guess hmm. uh, Wild West uh, yeah. themed right? shootouts uh, yeah uh, bar fights well. Not so many bar fights, but I'm sure
0: there would have been. How do they manage to orchestrate a bar fight? You know, who gets who and how do you punch someone in the face and miss and how do you punch (laughs) someone in the face and connect (laughs) and all remain friends at the end of the day?
1: Uh, I think, well, as much as anything, uh, I'll tell you about the shootout I was involved in. Okay. Because I didn't actually get in a bar fight. I was just hoping that there might have been one. Uh, I I had my little gang, my, my posse. Yeah. And we were waiting uh, out in the sticks, literally behind a bunch of rocks that was uh, our, our little base. Authentic uh, Wild West awesome. gum trees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And piles of, uh, of construction rubbish. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Awaiting yeah. Uh, for someone to come out and uh, hunt us down, basically. Oh. And uh, we. Were there any horses involved? No, oh, but okay. you know, we didn't even have to pretend we had horses. Actually, yeah. there was—I'll well, get to that in a second. But uh, so there we were. We had larp knives and cap pistols in our hands, and I didn't have a weapon at all. And I was—I <laughs> was just going to use. And you were the leader. Gun. And I was going to use. Finger. Well, I see. I was bad and intimidated. Yeah, I didn't need funny. a need a gun. Sure, sure. And I had a bunch of M- other NPCs to throw in front of the uh, the players. Mm. And uh, so eventually, after a little while, bit of waiting, I, I actually got to talk to some of the players a little bit about you know what they were up to and. Uh, how they got involved all that sort of thing, but then the interesting stuff happened, and uh, <laughs> and we, love we, you we all were approached. Players, <laughs> shout out to Trent. Yeah, and oh, I can throw a whole heap of names. Uh, a, new, yeah. a new group of friends I've made through the, through this actually.
0: Right up until you said, "No, but we yeah, carry on. Yeah, <laughs> let's, not, let's forget you. So,
1: so there we were. Uh, it was nigh on on. Uh, Late afternoon, heading towards dusk. High noon. Are waiting for uh, the the posse, the military posse, to come out and uh, track us down. We spotted them, and uh, immediately I sent my my troops into action. I got them set up, saying all kinds of things like, "You get on, get on up there. If you come on back here, I'm going to shoot you myself," and that sort of thing. Yeah, that's it. And uh, you, you, you die. You sell yourself cheaply, or uh, no, no, more expensively, or something like that. Anyway, it was all making shit up, literally, and, and it was so much fun. Yeah, uh, that when we actually got into the fight itself. Um. They, they they killed off the other NPCs, they worked their way to the back and the idea was I was, I was going to be the last one to fall and right. literally go out in a, a blaze of glory sort of thing, shouting oh, and hollering. Bon and, and I actually, <laughs> I'd have a very brief sort of uh, introduction to LARP fighting. Mm, I doubt it, but go on. And, uh, <laughs> and I, this is the guy, the trooper captain, Uh, was coming straight for me. Uh, He had a saber drawn and I had uh, this little LARP knife that, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that I only just got that day and he... Uh, sort of was coming towards me and I was like holding it up menacingly and and flexing some muscle and shouting a few obscenities and that sort of thing. And uh, then all of a sudden we got in this scuffle where he charged in, I charged in, Uh, he went to slash me with his sword, I sort of pushed it aside with my little knife and then we... Wrestled and, and I got I slung him to the floor and then next thing I know someone's you come up and butt, <laughs> butt hit me with a, you know with a rifle yeah uh, and or, or, or pistol whipped me actually I think it was and then next thing I know uh, I, I assume someone was shooting me. Because they had the cat pistol pointed at me, but <laughs> I couldn't did really tell. How you know you got hit with the
0: butt of the rifle? They come up and
1: go, butt hit, butt hit. <laughs> exactly, it actually works exactly like that. You've oh, got really? to give sort of warning, so yeah. you because know. you and could it,
0: just look up and go, "Oh, is this <laughs> is this Trent coming over to say hello?" But as he the it out. Uh, you could just be unconscious. Um,
1: but it ended up there. There was I, I was supposed to die. Like the whole story revolved yeah. around me, like last hurrah, dying gl- gloriously, and then. Um, but I couldn't. Uh, you just i couldn 't die quickly like they so they kind of got to me before I had my chance to 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 die quickly, so there I was. <laughs> uh, Knocked down on the ground, pretending to be sort of knocked out, then coming to yeah. for like that, you know, jump scare that you get in movies where the villain sort of pops back oh, up to reprisal. That's yeah, that's yeah. it. And then next thing I know, uh there's a couple bang cap cap in the in the chest, sort of thing. And Oof. and then I'm being carted away on a horse where the horse was just the guy wrapped his arm around my shoulders, and I, I was just doing nothing. <laughs> I <was> literally <laughs> I was walking along head down. Monty and, Python coconuts? Yeah. <laughs> that sort of stuff <laughs> exactly yeah. and uh it, it was just so, so much fun later on that day i, I uh, that character was dead so i, I yeah. uh, had to have a new character so i was just like a a towns a person who like a like a grifter was there was, a saloon yeah there was a saloon did there was have, a voting did station in the saloon and, uh yeah you could <gasps> yeah but you had to sort of, uh, you bought your own alcohol and then you ended up purchasing your own alcohol for right and during the yeah, game that sort of thing yeah, yeah. so which is all fine all fun, Uh, I was trying to uh, find out information because it was election day. They were electing a new mayor and I managed to... uh get in with one of the candidates by, by saying, look, would you like to know the outcome of the, the way people are voting? You know? Oh, ahead uh, of time. Yeah, ahead of time. I can give you that information if you're willing to, you know, give yeah, me a yeah. little bit of a reward for doing so. And he agreed to it. And so I set about doing that. Uh, nobody told me to do it. I just started doing it.
0: Next minute you're having a shit kicked out of you in a meadow again <laughs> and someone's
1: butt hit, butt hit, and well. you get shot in the chest. It's like it's happening all over again. <laughs> I happen to go I, f- I go back to that mayor candidate mm. and I say, look, uh, I think you need to get yourself a nice new hat because you're looking pretty there and uh, next thing I know he's uh, he's approached me with a with a, a, a note for a certain amount of money, you know, like a... Yeah, a, like a cheque or yeah, something, yeah. like a money or sort of like a bank that. order. Yeah, sort of exactly, a, a bank Wild call, Western yeah. style. Yep, that's it. And he said, go, for your services. And I was like, great, t- terrific. But then it turns out he didn't win. I scarpered oh. <laughs> with the money. And then when I saw him a little bit later, I don't think he was too impressed with the fact that I'd fleeced him <laughs> for, <laughs> was that, so was for, that, for like $100. Like like like
0: was that game money? Was that proper game money? Yeah, 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 Ooh. it was. So he doesn't get that back.
1: Your NPC is well, made to the hills. I, 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 I ended fair, up sending fair. the troopers after me. I, I, I then got rid of that guy. He left town. Your character. My character left town yeah. and I and I put on... Cause I bought a bunch of shirts yeah. and stuff with me so that I could change characters. And then I came back just as a as a guy who was coming into town and got nearly run down by some maniac on a horse who was trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. The there troopers, was no horses. There was no horses. No. <laughs> just There's coconuts. Running. Was there any coconuts there? No, there no, no. I wish. Next time I'd bring my own. Uh, and then... It, and I sent troopers out to chase this guy who just wasn't out there. They had, they thought I was legitimate, I'm pretty sure. And oh, oh, no. <laughs> so I, I had, it was fun. I, I had a bit of a, a yeah. story. I got involved in the story. I created my own story. Uh, are we, we going to see pictures of
0: this? Uh, hopefully, are you going to get some pictures and give us a bit of a write up yeah. on, the, on the Facebook page? Yeah, yeah, that's going to all happen. Sweet. So I'm
1: just waiting for some pictures to come through. I know there were a mm. lot taken, but a lot went into the running of this event and, and, uh, Full props to David, uh, David Gribble, and uh, uh, Kirsty Anderson, who's uh, uh, I think was Kirsty Anderson. Yeah, Christy, Christy, Christy. Uh, set the whole thing up, and. Uh, they were they're a bit nervous about whether it was going to come off. It was the first time this sort of game had been run before. Yeah. and so you know, I think would,
0: everyone would just like to see some pictures really of you awesome. rolling around on the ground <laughs> with the sheriff. <laughs> well, it's, I
1: don't know if there's going to be those sort you of. You might problems, get some but... jobs at some hen's parties <laughs> or something, Matt. You never know. Good, <laughs> but it was awesome, and I was really impressed with what I could throw together by visiting literally every good Sammys or Salvos mm. in town to find the things that I needed. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think I came under. I think I spent about uh, maybe forty dollars. On my costume and whatnot, uh, which I think is pretty reasonable. Yeah. Because now I've got an outfit for any th- next, when's know, next. When's the next? When's uh, the next? To be determined. But what what's the this next one stage? This one was called uh, Election Day. Basically. No, I oh, no, but the, uh, the of oh, boot th- Hill. The thread boot, boot Hill. Hill up.
0: Yeah. So it's got its own? own. Like usually, it's every three months or something like that. They do it. Sort of. Yeah. 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 Uh, the next. Uh-huh. There
1: is another game um, coming up. I don't know if it's the, going to be this year or early next year, but. Yeah, uh, And what, one thing I've discovered is that LARP in Perth is actually more, way more pro- prolific than I actually mm, thought. This is what we discovered. Doesn't there's there's so many here. events. Um, through through looking at the various, I had a look at AVOS and I had a look at Shattered Worlds and, and um, yeah. uh, Arecibo Circle and they've got a regular event. So literally you can't throw a stone at a month without hitting a LARP event. Yeah, and it's just, and there's also those ones that run very regularly, weekly, and training, and all that. So, sort of a lot goes on into it. So, my hat is tipped very uh, respectfully to all those people involved in the lap.
0: Yeah, a couple circle. of pods ago. We did the the lap. Well, things. If you want to hear, want to hear more about it, and from the guy himself, yeah, with accurate information from Trent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, tune into that one. <laughs> Uh, reminded me a lot of the Saint of Killers. That's who I'd like to be in one of those games. Yeah. Why am I talking about Saint of Killers? You say, David, It's because I just finished. I'm up to date with Preacher. Preacher uh, just gone on the Netflix and Stan Watch. Uh, Preacher just finished its third season on Stan Yeah, man, I love that show. Now, from one that I was, I, I sort of got uh, tilted away from it because my wife said that she wasn't enjoying it. So I was like, oh, okay, well, we can watch something else. I could understand that. Then after a month or so, I was like, oh, we didn't enjoy Preacher, and I couldn't remember why. I then went back to it and, oh, man, I'm just loving everything about that show. <laughs> Total atheist myself, but all that, you know, the scouting scene, the devil and God rocks up in a dog suit <laughs> and you've got the angel of death and all that. Oh, I love all those sort of characters. It's yeah. so cool. You never, read, going the, there and, you never hmm.
1: read the initial comic series, did you? No, I've
0: no. been told that it's a lot different. So if you're a hmm. preacher, comic purist, you'll be disappointed or you'll be not finding the same thing. But, hey, I'm loving the TV show. Uh, hopefully I can read the comic and enjoy the comic yeah, because, yeah, um, yeah,
1: I don't, um, think, I don't think there's any harm in, in looking at both
0: quick run through on, uh, Stan and Netflix watch, um, just finished parks and rec, but that's old news. If you haven't seen it yet, like me, go and do <laughs> it. It's brilliant. Started watching the U S office, not enjoying that at all because it's word for word, the British office at the moment in the early days just with Steve Carroll. Yeah, and it's really badly acted. I mean, I can (laughs) see how it's going to be genius like because I've seen YouTube clips of them doing stuff that's genuinely funny when they're writing their own stuff. Yeah. But it's painful watching the reenactment of a quality show. Um, So those are my two old ones. Top tips now. Oh, okay. This is the new thing. Top top new tips, which is an old tip, get on Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah. I think that's... Season three or four, and that's trickling through on stand now. Yeah, better call Saul's brilliant. Uh, if you haven't seen better breaking bad, that's also awesome. But this is a standalone in itself, but it's just so good. Uh, what's his name? Um, Kirk. Uh, funny his first name, he's just so funny. Uh, the the Kirk. let's call him Steve, yeah, yeah. Well, we do not know for our
1: accuracy or our uh, correct information here. And
0: his he's is, is, uh, his girlfriend is also brilliantly cast because she's. She's she's got that perfect mix of, she's a huge heart, she's always there for him, but she's got that hard exterior where she can be a lawyer as well, and there's this beautiful mix, and she's just awesomely cast. <laughs> I just, every, every time I watch her in the show, I'm thinking, she, she is that character, it's perfectly, I mean, that's probably the art of being an actor, isn't mm, it? It makes you believe all this yeah. sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, that's genius. I mean, I've also started watching I'm Dying Up Here, which is a, Um, it's, it's not a documentary or anything, but there's many elements that are based on the comedy scene in LA in the seventies produced by Jim Carrey, Right, a whole bunch of people you've never seen before. And I say that knowing that the lady who's playing Goldie, who's Mitzi from the comedy seller, that's one that I've actually swung in there. Okay. Uh, She's won an Academy Award. So for people, you know, me saying there's a whole bunch of people who never heard of or don't know. It's just me. I don't know them. I've never heard of them. But it's, it's, it's really quite interesting. So, is this
1: like talking about Andy Kaufman and
0: people? No, no. Like there's that, not, the only person that's real that I know that's rocked up has been Richard Pryor. Somebody came in playing Richard Pryor. He yeah. was in and he was out. And that was kind of just to motivate and impress one guy. The only slightly annoying thing is that all of all of the dialogue is all witty witty so if someone says something someone blah, and comes back and it's like oh that's so clever so cutting and then sure. someone come, comes in with a comeback comeback and then someone comes in with a comeback 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 and it just, <laughs> just keeps on going like that and you go come on nobody can speak like this it's just too. it know. sounds like brooklyn Nine. <laughs> yeah i mean, you uh, yeah that's oh, the same sort of thing that's what i want to see though yeah
1: oh you haven't seen brooklyn 99 no oh uh, no. i've just about finished that now uh how that's many seasons my- is that in uh, pff, I've got no idea, but... I mean, I've been told a million times. It's, it's so it. quick, you know, it's, I think it's, it's one of those quick ones, done, 20 minutes, and pff, yeah. you are finished with it. But uh, I've gone away from Netflix, and my top tip at the moment is going back, is jumping on uh, Anime Lab. Space Cartoon? Uh, oh, no, sure. no, Anime <laughs> Lab. Uh, for the new series of uh, Attack on Titan. Oh,
0: yeah, you're doing uh, that.
1: Which is just out, yeah, Kai... Mentioned that he was into it the other day, and he's actually, I think he's paying to actually see it so he gets to. uh... Isn't he just so he doesn't get it with
0: adverts? Yeah, adverts and also
1: without subtitles. Is he watching on YouTube? No, he's watching on Anime Lab. Oh, Anime Lab is the channel. Yeah, it's the channel. Yeah. Uh, and Attack on Titan is the is the show, but I, mm. I just wait until it's released and watch it with Japanese subtitles because I think that's the way. Oh, with English subtitles, sorry. That's because you're fluent in Japanese yeah. as well, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, <laughs> and then because I you know I already pay for Netflix, I don't want to pay for Anime Lab as well. But uh, so that's on. That's really awesome. And it actually, in because I've now got another week or so to wait for the next episode, I went back and started watching something I haven't seen since the late '90s, which was uh, Berserk. Uh, which is a crazy violent anime uh, about a character called Guts right. who uh, has the most the the hugest sword that you 've ever seen in your life. You know what happened when he was born his mother dropped her guts. <laughs> Literally, and that's so what happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's got this sword that's, that's bigger than any human on the planet oh, and it. he wields <laughs> it with it's one scary. hand, just whack, yeah. whack, whack. Knock, you know, his, his reputation is he's the guy who uh, defeated a hundred enemies in one battle. In uh, one swoop sort of, of his sword. So. <laughs> Pretty much. Hmm. And it's, it's crazy and it's, it's full of you know, uh, over-the-top exposition and stuff like that, all that anime is well known for. But... Uh, I'm, I just watching, got any I'm anime. watching it. They Never do it. No, no. Oh, well, you know, I
0: saw Akira. Everyone saw Akira, oh, of course. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tried to go on with it from there. But it didn't get very far.
1: They, um, well, I've finished that one now. Mm. So I finished Berserk, which, the 90s version of it. Uh, and I've discovered that there's actually a newer version of Berserk. I think it takes off where the story left, uh, made in 2016, which I haven't started watching yet. But apparently it's, it's a lot crapper. Uh even the anime style and everything is uh very different. So Yeah. I'll I'll dive into that eventually. Um but that's it for what I've been watching. Pretty much that that's it. I haven't been watching anything else. Uh RPG front. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Very uh, oh, yeah. With, uh, getting to uh, very diverse games rings. for me at the moment. Well there's there's that. The Legend of the Five Rings uh, player uh beginner set yep. has been released. Uh Pathfinder second edition rules uh I think. Playtests have just finished, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got into a couple of GM-less games, uh, RPGs, Called the first one called Microscope, which is a sort of world god view of uh, of creating a world. Yeah. Uh, How it does the GM version, gm well, version work? It works on collaboration with other people playing the game and there's a little bit of role play, there's a little bit of... Uh, posing a question and then you need to answer the question um, via the role play yeah. uh, you can choose things the basic the start of the the game uh, you have to choose a a bunch of things that are in the game and that are not going to be in the game, so are in the game, you could say things like uh, there are uh, skyships there okay. are Gnomes. That could be there a are, long list. There are dragons, yeah, but you've got to keep it. it it's it's only literally half a dozen things okay. until, uh, or even you know, there can be more. Cheese. The second cheese. Tooth. There's cheese in the game. Toothbrush. But you could go also. There's another list which is the things that are not in the game. There's no magic or toothpaste. There's <laughs> there's toothbrushes, but no toothpaste. no toothpaste. Yeah. So that sort of thing, and it goes on making this list until uh, somebody says, "You know what? I'm happy with that list," hmm. and then you stop making it. And then okay. you get into the actual. Uh, you're, you're creating a history for this world, so you got you bookend it. So here's our starting event, which could be um, an asteroid crashes into the into the Earth and kills the dinosaurs, and that's the beginning point of history. And then you also have an end point of history. Uh, an asteroid crashes into the Earth and kills everybody else. If that you know that's the bookend. And so your history that you're you're creating is everything in between. So you're creating uh, various ages or eras. You're create, focusing down on events that happen. You're then focusing on scenes that happen within those events. So it's kind of a... It's a uh, you know that the microscope thing where you, you change the aperture so you get different sizes. So you're narrowing, narrowing your focus until you've got the smallest sort of mm-hmm. fraction, a fraction. So you're top-down... The world, the uh, era, the event, the scene, and it's sort of that's the way you play the game, okay. and it's played in several over several rounds or until you you know you get bored and you stop playing. But uh, it was very interesting. I really enjoyed it. The second game uh, was called The Quiet Year, which takes that a little bit further, and that it focuses on the creation of a settlement. So, uh, and I, I played this with my GM's group from the from uh, the Adventurers League group yeah and we created our own little settlement that that has a a starting point where you're just uh, you're basically dragging yourself out of the the, the mire of a some apocalyptic event and you're reestablishing your settlement or your colony uh, and we ended up with a a halfling a race uh, with a a settlement full of Bloodthirsty halflings wanting to sub, who wanted to subjugate the local peaceful goblin tribes, and uh, we did that. And then we had we we created tr- we had trading from a, a nearby other settlement. We had mysterious machines being found in mines. We had it was. It's it's very hard to sort of describe. It's something you really got to see, but it was a hell of a lot of fun, mm. and none of it required a GM because we decided on the rules ourselves. We uh, it managed itself, and if somebody says um, uh, asks a question, uh, why are we attacking the goblin village? Uh, then everybody weighs in on that discussion and they, they so everyone comes up and answer, well, because they are too close to us and we think they're going to take us on. Sounds uh, like childhood without the parents <laughs> around. <You just laughs> that do whatever sort you of want. thing. Yeah, yeah, you make up the rules. <laughs> uh, or if somebody was to say, we are attacking that village of goblins, of peaceful goblins, then everybody gets to add a little bit to that but, then you don't get to, to weigh in on the discussion. It's like the difference between asking a question that needs an answer and making a statement which is the thing that happens without discussion, you know? Mm. So it's improv. So, so, yeah. It's always over- Very much improv. Very much. Hey, there's some sick
0: uh, trailers for Cyberpunk 27, yeah. 27 coming out now, which is uh, a role-playing watch... game for, the, for like the consoles and mm. all that sort of stuff. And it's uh, set uh, fifty-seven years later in uh, the original Cyberpunk twenty twenty. Yeah, Night City.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah,
0: go catch that online if you haven't. I haven't seen the latest one. There's, uh, uh, there's 40, me 45
1: minutes of gameplay up there. Oh, right, Maybe uh, that's the was You can about. check it out. Yeah. Which is really, it looks really cool. I'm uh, excited for. What do we know when that's coming out? Is that? Uh, uh, I'm not a, sure when it's coming out, but it's, it's yeah. not too far away. Uh, I think you know when they they post a video and they say that it's a work in progress. Not everything yeah. reflects what is actually going to be in the game. You know Cthulhu they're pretty game, much ready.
0: Uh, no, no, because that Call of Cthulhu game was uh, video game has been coming out for years, and I got sick of waiting for it. But I just look checking notes here. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 was announced in May 2012.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. I remember the, when it was announced. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and in
0: 2013. Uh, there was a t- January 2013, there was a teaser trailer which uh, got 12 million views and here we are in 2018. <laughs> the you know what's funny?
1: The, the guy, um, when they initially did that, the, all these videos started appearing of the guy who actually created the cy- Cyberpunk series as an RPG Yeah, uh, going through. I think this is all a teaser to what was going to happen and it was him walking through the streets of a city at night that looked very dilapidated. It was just some city in the US. Uh, talking about uh, uh, about how run down things are and how the government's not helping and vision of the future and stuff like that. And I remember thinking that this was going to be oh are they just re-releasing or bringing a, an updated version of Cyberpunk? And yeah. was it Cyberpunk twenty seven the pen and paper RPG? But no, then it turned out that it was going to be a game. Yeah, 27, twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, twenty seven, is the new one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hmm.
0: Anyway, there's uh, some other stuff we can talk about, but we'll bump that to Neats and Twos so we can get into the into the midsection. Sure, because
1: I don't want to talk about the Four Stinks. Oh, you don't? Oh, no. That's good. Not at all.
0: Good. Well, let's not do that. All right, uh, we're back right after this musical interlude. <laughs>
1: Win Turing Tumble by commenting on the Facebook page for page. this show, episode 128 at facebook.com slash hand. We'll announce last month's winner of Time Stories later in Neats and Twos. This month, to draw a winner, Good Games HQ went into the future to read the Facebook post announcing the winner of this competition. That name will be revealed as the winner later in the show. And every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special offer of the game we review. This month, it will be Turing Tumble. Tumble. While stocks last, Seven Land and Hit listeners can get 10% off Turing Tumble at every good game store using computer devices, which is pretty much all of them. I'm it's, it's always all of them, it's all of them, Matt. Just follow the internet to your nearest good game store and state this month's password I've lost my marbles. For all of September, I've lost my marbles. We hear that stocks of this puzzle are extremely limited, so be fast. Yep. Okay, on with the show. Welcome back. It's
0: uh, an odd month this month, isn't it, Matt? Yeah, we're
1: a bit being, of a departure from the norm.
0: Yeah, we were charged with well, someone asked us to review Turing Tumble, and we as we well, during the uh, unboxing we kind of realised, wait a minute, I don't know if this is an actual <laughs> game, which is a little bit of a problem when you're on a games podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, and, and we got and we I suppose our knee-jerk reaction was we were down on it because. We get together every week, play a game, and we want to play a game. And yeah, this right. wasn't a game. So we were like, oh, I'm not going to play my game. we will all sad and that, right? And so we quickly ventured off and started doing other things. Um, I think that is not to... The, the, the value of the, this product no, shouldn't no. be put down because of that. Uh, so we're going to try to uh, just try to... Uh, walk you through what this actually is. for you know I'd hate for some of you to pick it up and think it
1: was a game uh, when, it's, when it is more of a puzzle. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you've got to know what you're looking at, and I think the best way to do that is by looking at, looking at an unboxing that we did, listening to a review that we do, or anyone else does really, because it'll give you a better idea. I wouldn't go into this game blind without knowing a Don't little go, bit of the background.
0: But game. Don't go looking for it on Board Game Geek. It's exactly. Not no, it's not.
1: It's like not. Oh, I was hmm. looking for it before, and I went, huh, maybe I spelt it wrong. No. no but maybe look, I put the words in the wrong order. The interesting thing about this
0: game, it have got a really good uh, backstory, which you can find on Turing-tumble. yeah, com, And it's got the people, the designers of it or the designer, and uh, it's got a bit of a backstory about how it came together and how they kick-started it and all that kind of thing. Yeah the The manual, the book that it goes through, is a collection of sixty puzzles, and that is essentially your objective: is to take these puzzles, complete the missing pieces, yep, and uh, achieve a particular outcome. And this has all been tied into this uh, comic book. It's kind of like a bit of an anime kind of uh, yeah. still frame ca- comic book. Um, yeah, Aaliyah, the uh, the engineer, space engineer, mm. yeah. She's way more qualified than just a regular engineer. She's a space engineer. She's
1: totally uh, Space Force before Donald Trump announced it. Yeah.
0: And this all this comic book is um, being illustrated by a student of the uh, guy who designed it, who was a, a lecturer at the University of Minnesota. Yeah. And he saw her drawings and he was like, hey, you want to come on board and do this thing? That does sound a lot sound like, you know, when artists get screwed over and get paid nothing for it? Of course. Uh, it does sound a lot like that. I hope it wasn't the case. I hope <laughs> she got paid for it because she did a great job and she adds a lot of uh, flavour to this and uh, and, you know, gives... Sets it sets all doing all these little puzzles in a in a you know space story context. Yeah, the story kind of
1: is is definitely there. Um you know at the very beginning you you and this is even before you get into the game, uh the story of Aaliyah, she's uh, she's uh crash landed or she's fixing a, a a satellite and then she ends up crashing on this planet and then uh yep, survives. She survives. Sorry, manages to come into contact with some sort of sentient Maybe. She's Maybe. not too sure
0: at first. No. Every room she works into is broken, broken in some yeah. way and she just goes on about fixing it. She's yeah. a bonkers. She doesn't know whether she's recreating like a complete, you know, exactly. how
1: 8,000, <laughs> you
0: know. Who knows what could happen. Yeah.
1: But Running out of oxygen, figure out some way to turn the air back on you know but she's sort of a space
0: thing. engineer she's a fixer she wants to oh how are we gonna this is gonna
1: work oh this is interesting oh this room
0: is yeah. fixed let's move on to the next room and she's
1: not alone she's got a you know a cute little character a little, little robot sidekick that uh uh sort of she can refer to as well so wow, i've instantly forgotten about that character <laughs> um but that
0: is essentially where you are you've got this um apparatus which matt will explain to you in a second yeah and that uh, is the, the interface that you use to progress through the book and read more of the story and, you know, try to feel at one and alongside Alia as she figures out these puzzles. Yeah.
1: The the actual setup itself, uh, the board looks like a deconstructed pinball machine mm. with all the paddles and everything missing. It's uh, about 50, 50 centimetres tall
0: by... Uh, that's <laughs> 30 centimetres wide with
1: like. a lot of pegs all over it yeah which rem- reminiscent of those lackey band you know those elastic band peg boards that you used to yeah where you stretch them over that sort of thing but they're not for that they're for the various components of the game uh there are a couple of uh paddles which you use to operate the machine and you can
0: and you and at all times you apart. just as far well, as far into the book as we've got there's just one go switch so you just press yeah. go once
1: um and then it starts the, the machine. It delivers the first ball. It's all connected on the back via a Two pulleys. Uh, pulley. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what you call it, a pulley. But on the on those little pegs that are all over the board, you've got to fit various components. And the way they go together is incredibly important because yeah. if they're not put in the right order or the right sequence or in the right position then your machine's not going to work. And yeah. just like a real computer, you'll end up throwing it in the bin. And this, uh, this
0: is genius. I mean, they're not just thrown around, it works like a computer and it's operating as a computer would. It actually is. It's mm. And it's very, very clever. Um, I, was, I was blown away by a few things. Oh, and I'll get to those later on. Yeah. But how, how many pieces are there yeah, anyway? So pieces. there are,
1: well, there are, the, the, the Components that attach to the board itself. We've got bits which are kind of like a little arrow which points in two directions. They're actually called bits. The, they're called bits. Mm. They're blue. We've and, got they,
0: and they and they swivel on an axis. They yeah. go when when the mar- when a marble drops to them, they'll go left. Left on the first or right. one, all right, and then on the next one, they'll go the opposite way. Yeah.
1: So they switch back yeah. and forward. Uh, the green ones are ramps which have uh, you know very purposeful. They only go sort of one way, and they tilt. The, they continue the ball. Get to go yeah, on and it's because a one of the rules path. is that
0: the ball can't the marble can't have free fall so it's got to drop from one um, component to the next the, the green ramps pretty cool because you spend the first five ten minutes setting up by popping marbles into them yeah and they get nice counterweight which is so. fun it
1: hurt my thumb did it anyway oh man uh, the next bit is called crossovers which are orange and they literally they alternate the direction of the ball without moving. Yeah, they So they fixed stay place, fixed and then it drops in the left side and then heads out heads out the right side, or it drops in the right side and heads out the left side. Or I could have got that completely mixed up. But no, that's right. you get the idea. Yeah. And and of course if you've
0: got something like a bit above that that's gonna fire it in two different mm. channels, you've got a potential for marbles to be coming at that piece from two different ways and it'll it'll flip it for you. Yeah,
1: that's it. Uh the interceptor is the, the black piece, which is not a V8 interceptor, which would be really cool. But is uh, that Mad Max's car? Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in this case, <laughs> it's, uh, a... it's a trap. Yeah. Uh, it literally, this is it's, the killjoy it's, of it's designed the... to capture the ball and uh, do nothing. And do nothing with it.
0: So you can end a cascade by having an interceptor there, yep. and because essentially the cascade, when the marble reaches the bottom of this tray that's uh, mounted nicely mm. on this rack, uh, it'll trigger one of the new. It'll trigger a switch at the bottom, and that'll release a ball at the top. Yeah, and that's a solid, that's a constant. But if a ball drops into an interceptor, won't reach the bottom. Nope, you don't get another ball coming down. So this is a
1: an end game kind of uh, scenario, which is really interesting because. If you don't want all of a sudden the ball to go into that, you need another way of triggering it, don't you? So Mm. you have to send a ball off in a different path that it will trigger. So one will be caught, the other one will trigger the other side or or whatever it it has to do. I suppose we didn't didn't mention
0: that, that there are two sets of marbles, Mm. there's blue marbles and red marbles. So you do quite often, it does keep going, the machine does keep turning over even if the interceptors catching balls because you've
1: got maybe two streams Mm. happening at at the same time. The next bit is it's called a gear, and it looks exactly as it sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's red and it uh, drives the, the gear bit. Yep, uh, which works flips from side flips to side, from side to side, much side. like a yep, bit exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: and we didn't then, get we didn't progress as far in no. the book as to get to those. Yeah, so we don't want to
1: spoil it for anyone, so no, you can no. investigate it yourself. But the yeah. last bit is the gear bit, mm. which is kind of a combination of the blue bit. And oh, the red gear, yeah. which if you mix red and blue, you get purple. Well, the gear drives, yeah, that's true. The gear yeah. drives that either way. That's they work it. in conjunction. So, and like you said, we didn't quite get up to that. that yeah. The book does component. a good job
0: of leading you through it. It doesn't say, oh, here's six pieces, solve this puzzle. No. It'll say, we're just using these pieces. Yeah. This, this is what's on the board, and it'll give you uh, some of the pieces that are there. Because you remember, Ali is looking at a puzzle a computer that's broken, and that's what you're looking at. Yeah. But you've got all the pieces there in your hand, so you can see what the pieces are that need to go back in. Uh, sometimes the further on in the book you get, it does go infinite. <laughs> and you can on each of the pieces uh, so you can solve it in any kind of uh, fashion. But by that time, you kind of know what you're doing.
1: There is a difficulty progression. So yeah. uh, early on, it's, it's half a star, one star, and it gives you all the information you need. It tells you what the, the bit is, what the component is, and whenever it introduces a new component, it goes through the explanation of what it is, how it's used, what it does, and then gives you like a sample activity to or puzzle to solve, which highlights its use, it goes and up to about seven stars of difficulty. Yeah. When it got to two and a half
0: stars, that's when <laughs> I had my first "oh" moment. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it was like, up until that point, you're just going, "Ah, oh, this is easy." You just, this, this is this, yeah. fine, fine. About two and a half stars, you went, "Oh my goodness!"
1: Right? Okay. Funny I enough, think a little bit. We found it quite Moorish, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we we got, just got sort into, ran we, out of time. Yeah, yeah, we did. But we we sat and we did the first several. Uh, Ad- uh, puzzles, you know, one after the other, without, yeah, feeling that we had to stop. You know, we only had to stop because of time. But
0: that's the thing, because you you put all these things into place, and then instead of it just being like a, a Rubik's cube, you know, you puzzle it, and then you just go, oh, there it is. All the sides are the same. Yeah. This thing is, you put everything into place you sort of discuss what you think is going to work, what's well, not going to work, you press go, and the thing comes to life. Yep. These marbles move through all these switches, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and then you've got to fix it. But just seeing the whole thing work really well is, is fascinating. We, yeah. we, in front of us, we've got this one uh, set up that has a – it's called a register. So you've got four bits uh, vertically and a whole bunch of green ramps. And you release, you can put as many balls, marbles as you want in the top. Well, you can put, I think it's less than 14. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Was... There? Any, number of, any number between 1 and 14. And as they drop through, these bits flip one way or another. And you assign a value to the first one as 1, the second one's 2, the next one's 4, and the last one's mm. 8. And if they're flipped to the right, you count them as that value. Yeah. Um, so you drop all these marbles through. And then you just count up the bits that are pointing right, and that's the number of of dice. And it's quite fascinating that this this works this way. I mean, it's quite simple if you reverse engineer it. But seeing it all come together, it's just fascinating to watch. I,
1: I've also got another tool. Still, still it's not a game. It's, you know. <laughs> I've got another tool which helps me do addition, and that's a calculator. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. But if you want to be a little bit more engagement, also, know, I've been able so. to count to fourteen without anything <laughs> before. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just need a pencil. Um, no, <laughs> hopefully you can do it in your head. But it has a very satisfying... Uh, we did it up at the top of the show. <tick, tick, 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 yeah. Which very much like an Egyptian water clock. Uh, is very satisfying. Is it um, Egyptian? Yeah, well, uh, Babylonian, Egyptian, wow. Indian, they all had their the, own the, various... The
0: crux of all of this, of course, is... This is um, a simplistic calculator or a simplistic way computers work with uh, switches being switched on and off mm. uh, and, and a different sequence of ones and zeros because essentially that's what this register is. Yeah. Can uh, You can get a, a huge number out of uh, lots of ones and zeros. Um, so what I'm saying is uh, if you look at TuringTumble.com, they talk about how he is a... Uh, I said, uh, he, or he used to be a lecturer at yeah. the university, an academic at the yeah. University of Minnesota. And this was something that he wanted to keep. He was always teaching, I think he was in chemistry. He yeah, was always I, trying I, to teach people right. how to do basic computing and it was quite a bit of a challenge to have a crossover between computing and chemistry, which you can understand. You, In the chemi- chemistry, you might not hmm. be much of a programmer, but he said a lot of good research um, ideas went by the by because people couldn't put together the computer program to manage the calculations that are required. Yeah, And so this is how sort of the genesis of how this game puzzle came about because it becomes like a teaching tool. You can see how things actually work and how um, how a programming script running from top to bottom or little programs within, within a mm. script actually work.
1: Well, if you look at the the future of education these days, the trend is to put a lot of coding and you know, everyone's doing coding in some way, shape or form, whether it's using robots and coding, you know, the process that they run through mm. or they're uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, like a
0: robotics.
1: It's all over. I mean, I know my school's like right into coding now. Um, yeah. So, and, and even I'm using it in, in ed support in, to some degree. Yeah. Uh, but he created this, went into this with his wife, yeah. uh, with uh, Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Her name is, and uh, she's an educated. She's a parent, and so they they wanting to uh, explore hands-on uh, experiences that that sort of teach a lot of these theories and a lot of these concepts in an engaging way, and that's kind of what led to to this machine. Yeah, uh, it's it's very much targeted at, at kids. It is as, isn't a, it? as a tabletop as a fun tabletop coding puzzle. So, well, my son, uh,
0: my son is thirteen. Yeah. As soon as we'd finished, I said, Wow, he, we've got to show him this. And when he, he, I think he got home, didn't he, while we were mm, playing? Yeah. And we showed it to him, and he was just, This is amazing. And then the next day was exactly, you know how we always do the Who would you play this with? Yeah. The next day was exactly what I would imagine is <laughs> who you play. It's like a, it's almost like a, a father child, um, just, you know, experiential thing. Yeah. You sit down, you're just trying to solve puzzles. He was right into the story. He wanted to solve the next puzzle, solve the next puzzle. It was really something you just have to take him away from. Mm. You know, he was, he was really into it. Uh, I don't know if it has that sort of. Th- you know, I just, I don't know what to, what you do with it as a whole. If you work your way through it, the book. Yeah. As an what, adult. What next? I don't know what you do with it then. <laughs> I mean, there's sixty puzzles.
1: Well, I'm guessing you can just create your own. And I was feeling
0: like two and a half was a bit like, well, this is starting to get challenging. And (laughs) it goes up to seven, so it must get bonkers.
1: The early ones, or once they're introducing all the components, they're very scripted. Okay, yes, there are different ways of solving it. It's like throw marble at a wall. Literally. (laughs) You don't have to to worry about uh, using too much... Logical or lateral thinking, or whatever, mm. uh, they give you a lot, of, they tell you what components you need later on. Once you've been introduced to all the all the components, you, it's up to you to decide what you need to get the result. It'll give you the limitations, that sort of thing. But then it'll be a blank slate, and you are the one putting yeah. them into place where you think they need to go. So introducing things like the different concept different of outcomes. the register, which yeah. is yeah. really cool. Lots of different outcomes as well. Uh, like it, it reminded me of of sitting around with my family on the Commodore sixty four and a big book of code. Uh, typing that out so that we could watch a little ball bounce across the screen or fireworks <laughs> yeah. go off on the screen. And it, it actually had the same sort of feeling as that. We, we were all... I don't understand why we did that, why we sort of sat around staring at the screen, the future, watching everybody, watching each other type code in hey, uh, no. yeah I'm why, still, why, you know why we did that but still we did.
0: So new. i'm still excited about like you know it's this is so many things to do in life and you just don't get to do them all i have a solid part of me that's really keen to learn proper coding and be able to manipulate graphics on the screen i really want to do that and i think <laughs> i might be able to do that to a certain degree but i attribute time to other things It's just a a fascination. I don't know if, I don't know generationally if that's uh, a a consistent thing. You know, people Mm. will just plug and play now. It's like, you know, like it's like maybe our generation used to look at, look under the bonnet of your car and go, I'll probably give that a crack and I might fix it. Now you look under the bonnet and you go, forget it. Right. (laughs) Same thing (laughs) with computers. You know, back in the day, it was just like, yeah, we can put our own code in. I wouldn't even know how to get code into my <laughs> uh, like my laptop now, would you? No, I like, got no, no idea. It's, it's baffles Dof me. And, and then no, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The um, I mean, this is uh, Turing Tumble has been featured on PBS and stuff like that, and and various other news channels. So it's actually something that is. Uh, yeah you can see it's out understandable there. by yeah commercial viability commercial. Yeah. and that sort of thing so i think it's got a lot of appeal now is it expandable i i guess it absolutely bigger is because board. uh one the size well, of your said yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah make it bigger and then eventually it will take over the world but uh Into you could expand boards. the puzzles i you know i'd like to see a uh, you don't necessarily need any new components although I'm guessing there's always scope for ad, uh, for introducing new components.
0: I don't know. I think I think it is what it is. I th- I think the the components are. I, have, you know, I don't know without having a coding background. I think the components probably correlate to a particular mm, function um, function mm. within coding. And yeah, I don't know if you can overcomplicate it. Like they said, if it was big enough, it could do. Whatever could, yeah. you know, we could operate as a computer. It's just that this is you know inside a microchip, like one tiniest tiniest part. Of yeah. a, a, it's just a couple of switches.
1: Well, if this was a member of the Liberal Party, I'd vote for it. <laughs> oh, um, this is
0: way more intelligent than any yeah. politician I've ever met, or spoken, <laughs> or seen on TV. Uh, yeah.
1: Mm. So expansion, I guess that answers it. Are there any expansions? Uh, not at this stage, but maybe they could totally yeah. come up with a new book, maybe a new adventure. A new yeah, set of I'm new guessing that they have to be kind of infinite, really. Yeah. Uh, and and
0: um, hey, well, you know, it, it went to Kickstarter. I think the yeah, it did really uh, what, well. Whether they wanted, they wanted 46k or something like that, and they got 400. Yeah, yeah far exceeded the expectation. Yeah, and it sounds like they went about it the right way, and they delivered. And it, was, it seems like it was a very successful Kickstarter and uh yeah now it's hitting retail sales uh, yeah. so
1: yeah good luck to them they've done they've done really well here uh, there, there is you know that satisfying clicking my kids would probably get right into it not necessarily for the putting it together aspect but the the letting the marbles tumble yeah. down through the through the process well, i can't wait they to give it to my that.
0: my brother who's a, a mechanical engineer yeah. and uh, he's got a, a couple of kids and i can't wait to give it to him uh, because I think, and because there's a lot of coding that he does in his job, and I think he'll get right off on it, and he'll be able to, he'll love the experiential, very physical mm. way of saying this is how simple programming techniques work.
1: Yeah, no, no I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, give it a look. Don't dismiss it. Unless, you know, it's absolutely not your thing. But, but uh, don't, go looking, don't if, go looking for it
0: if, if you want a game. Yeah. If you want to play Gloomhaven or Azul or any of the games or Mansions of Madness or anything like that, it's a million miles away from that. It's yeah. just not the same for sort sure. of thing. It's it's a toy. It's a puzzle. Uh, it's well put together. It was good fun. It's engaging. Yeah. You'd
1: want to know. I think you really would want to know if the person you're going to buy it for as a present is actually into this sort of thing. Mm. because uh, It's a different
0: kind of nerd. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's true. Yeah, all to so say, really. we, we kind of got through that. we were a bit worried about this one because we just didn't know where to, you know, what to talk about. How does it, it's like? Well, you know, well, <laughs> well where, not where know, are the dice? Not he,
1: knowing breeds ignorance, doesn't it? So yeah. I think we've squashed that. We're we're now strangely into the knowing. I spent most of August thinking, I'll even take a meeple,
0: and that's not like me. That's I was really out of character. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, mm. Oh, we've got some big stuff in Neats and Twos today. Because because we were unsure about this, we compensated by looking up some actual news about what's going on in the gaming industry and uh, oh, a little bit about a, uh, an unboxing that we just did. Uh, right after this. See you soon. Need some twos. Need some twos. Uh, August 2018. Got some proper news, Matt. I went and did some homework. That's unusual. Yeah. Modifius Entertainment is relaunching Vampire the Masquerade RPG in a fifth edition later this year. But hey, don't get upset, tabletop players. This is a tabletop <laughs> version coming out in October 2019, which oh, still sucks. I'm upset. It's, oh, it's still a year away. <laughs> But it's called Vampire: The Masquerade Heritage. It's a legacy game uh, from uh, Babis Gia, Giannis, Giannis and uh, published by Nice Guide Publishing. And so far, they've been describing it as a fast-paced legacy game. So I don't know really? if that. Well, I don't know if that's, that sounds like a contradiction in terms, or it's as brutal as my efforts at Pandemic Legacy, <sighs> where it's like you take it out of the box and it says it's pretty much like yeah, it? you've, you've already lost. You've died. Yeah. You've lost. <laughs> is that Dark Souls? Dark, yeah, yeah. Dark, so I always yeah. get the name of that game wrong. <laughs> so uh, it's either like, you know it could be like a, a fifteen minute, twenty minute game. and It's like bang, 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 done. But RPG, yeah.
1: So but that sounds in a interesting. Legacy game. I mean, I mean, right. I know I know about uh, Vampire the Masquerade a little bit, having you know dabbled with the RPG. Uh, you know, yeah. So, but I don't know tabletop game based on it. Oh, very well, interested to know what that looks like.
0: And a legacy that sort yeah. of ties
1: in the RPG things. That sounds pretty stealing cool. Rob Davros' thunder.
0: Yeah. Hey, but still in 2018 here, co- are you a Codenames fan, man? Oh, yes. Are you a Harry Potter fan, man? Oh, no. Oh, well, you will be disappointed with this. Uh, <laughs> Codenames <laughs> Harry Potter's coming out just in time for Christmas. <laughs> so here's something you can wrap up and give to everybody who's a Harry Potter nutcase. Easy Christmas presents. And it's the right That's sort of shape, it. easy to wrap. Uh, it's coming out in October 2018 and it's got the similar sort of vibe to Codenames duets. Not
1: uh, nearly soon enough. Mm.
0: It's got a mission log, you know, like uh, in, in duets uh, that allows you to link uh, multiple games together into a campaign. Wait, what? You know, like a campaign
1: have... of code names. Yeah, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. I... So instead of just finding, oh, that's that guy there, that's the guy. This you, it develops into a some sort of campaign oh, story man. or something like that.
1: Okay, it sounds kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> anyway, uh, game of the month this month is Turing Tumble, uh, as we mentioned, as we reviewed, mm. uh, or. Oh, Puzzle of the month. I don't know. I, I feel awkward game saying game puzzle of the, month. of the month. Puzzle game of the month. You can get ten uh, percent off Turing Tumble all this month by stating the password. Matt, I've lost my marbles. You have. What's the password though? I've lost my marbles. But, but the password. I've still lost my marbles. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, it's, and that's at any good game store. Uh, like we said earlier on, the um, the stocks on this are really low because there's uh, only a few trickling out of uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, so grab one if you want one. Uh, check it out. Uh, it's, if it's right for you, you'll
1: frigging love it. Yeah, but at least the good game store has to have a computer. That's a stipulation.
0: Yeah, most. Yeah, good chance. Anyway, I'd say if 10% still not enough, you can go win it's it not. by commenting on the Facebook post for this episode. What's a bet that they run out completely and then someone will win it and then you can just never get a copy ever again. That's the risk you're doing? running. That's why go get one 10% <laughs> off. Uh, but Here, yeah, we'll don't
1: wait! Don't wait to win the competition. No, competition. <laughs> the competition That's what oh, it is ah! this month.
0: Yes, that's great. Uh, yeah, just usual deal. Comment on the Facebook post for this episode, episode one two eight. And if you see someone commenting there with just one word and they haven't read the instructions, eh, say something stupid to them. Yeah, I, I yeah. think
1: that's a fair call. Uh, yeah. yeah, try and coax them out because you know I'm doing all the lifting in that area. And uh, yeah, you know. and we want the listeners to win.
0: You know, people that are just you know. Getting, getting knee deep into this. Sort the people
1: of stuff. paying attention.
0: Nobody's paying, it's free. The people. Yeah. yeah. So this post is now at the top <laughs> of the Seven Lane Hand Facebook page, and one commenter will be randomly chosen by Good Games HQ as this month's winner of Paul Boswell's Turing Tumble. Uh, we've got last month's winner, but notable mentions beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, all right, yeah. cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, I've got one from Matthew Brooks. Matthew uh, Brooks! Yeah, his comment was that time when, for a period of several minutes on March 3rd, 1876, because uh, he was there, flakes of red meat fell from the sky in a 100 by 50 yard area near the settlement of Rankin in Bath County, Kentucky. You
0: yeah, know, some of these, I did not know whether these were, and when I say real events, reported. Real events mm. or not, because uh, there's, a, there's a variety of stories. more on this later. <laughs> yeah. But that one, and struck me immediately, as like that red dwarf scene where uh, I think Lister's gone space crazy or something, and whatever he dreams about or hallucinates, it actually happens. Yeah. And there's <laughs> it like rains herring, and uh, the I put it in the I, I replied to the comment, mm. and uh, the mayor of Warsaw or whatever uh, self exploded. And these things
1: all happened on Red Dwarf.
0: And that strips of red meat raining from the sky yeah. sounds like a red dwarf. So well, he went space crazy.
1: He went on to say that the uh, also the meat had been identified as lung tissue from either a horse or a human infant. Well, a horse or a
0: human infant? I know. I'm pretty sure that the research <laughs> could get a little bit deeper than that.
1: When, was, when did this happen? Uh, 1876. So I'm sure there was a lot no of... No DNA uh, right at the time. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's a lot of... Uh,
1: but yeah, that was a great comment. Matthew, yeah, you, Matthew Brooks, you've earned yourself a badge if you like it. Friend of the show, Daniel
0: Stewart, he's always got some quality stuff. This, does. this year, he just said, this this month, sorry, he said uh, his favourite moment in history was when King Arthur stood up to French spies who infiltrated England. He stood a barrage of insults involving hamsters, elderberries and references to bottom boiling. <laughs> he bravely ran away, away to fight another day. At least that's how the documentary movie went. Fascinating facts about African swallows, too. <laughs> brave, brave Sir Robin. Yeah, that's Daniel watching his documentaries. <laughs> um, he said, he said, and he says, yeah, the French guy looks a lot like John Cleese. Oh, uh-huh, fascinating. Yeah, so does the storyline. Sounds a lot like Monty Python. But anyway, right. yeah. uh, we, we've got a winner. We do. All right. Who, yeah. was,
1: who was the winner this month, Matt? So, as you said, Good Games HQ uh, sent down the name and the name. Is Jason Collins? Jason Collins, well done. Yeah, well done. Uh, whose comment about Western Australia? Okay, uh, the the war of That's nineteen, the war of nineteen thirty two, when uh, oh, our military right. lost the war against the emus. Yeah, which, those
0: bastards. Which does sound like bullshit, doesn't it? <laughs> so I thought, what's going on here, Jason Collins of the internet? And I went looking. And you look for emu war and Wikipedia comes up with, but yeah, there was an emu war. And there were just truckloads of them. And you know, like today when you see an emu, yeah. you think, wow, we never see them around. But, um, but they're everywhere, aren't they? Yeah, but you no, just they it. They're yeah. a bit shy, maybe. They just
1: drive down Armidale Road and you can see emus near, near a chicken farm. Which is bizarre. <laughs> no, but well they're,
0: they're in captive. They are, yeah. Yeah, you just have them running along the highway up yeah, here. Yep. Yeah, It's crazy. But, yeah, it's real. And then just when I thought, hang on a minute, you think, wow, this is serious. Better, you know, respond, you know, just in case Jason Collins has lost a family member in the emu war and some horrifying accident. <laughs> he, you know, you just go serious with it. He responds after that with never forget, yeah. laughter face, which is like, oh, whoo. he's not yeah. uh, a complete bonkers emu war nutcase. <laughs> so that's good. I'm, I'm glad Jason yeah. Collins is. Well done, that. Jason. Yeah. Turing tumble isn't going
1: to him. What is he no, time like stories. Time stories. Of course yeah. that. So he can go back and recreate history. And he could, he could jump straight it. into Brotherhood of the Coast. You can, which is just being released, just been released by Space Cowboys. It was uh, released at GenCon, and they uh, are now it's now got wide mm. uh, release, and in that's retail. the
0: one that we sort of played the primer for in our review show. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, the Santo Tomas crew, Re- Re-
0: renegade brand- band of. Yeah. I really like that Cowboys. idea because the,
1: the, the whole idea of that one is you're rescuing the receptacles to do the Brotherhood of the Coast. Yeah, so yeah,
0: it's a prequel. Yeah. That's no, yeah, very cool. So that's it. Um, I'm sure George Lucas will be around to wreck the next one for Time Stories <laughs> in coming, well, Christmas time. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, so that's just about the show. What have we got? If we can through the paper here. See if something? Oh right. Yeah. Oh, if you're, oh, Daniel's got everything anyway. We've given him way too much over the years, and he's given us plenty back. Yes. Uh, but uh, Jason, you're getting the game. And who's the other guy you mentioned? Uh, uh, you Matthew. Getting... Matthew uh, will be getting... Uh, Matthew Brooks. you want to write to us at podcast at sevenlandhand.com, uh, we'll send you out a, uh, a badge or two uh, and of your choice. Mm. But uh, I think next month, uh, well, next fortnight, we'll be getting together. I think it's almost time, Ooh, middle of September. Yeah, it should be time to do a pre-release preparation pack podcast for Guilds of Radn- yeah. Ravnica. It's coming out. We should have a bundle of uh, spoilers, so we'll try and get that in the week prior to the pre-release. Yeah. Uh, so I'll have Aaron here, I'll have Anthony Lee here, and they can fill us with full of all that magic goodness so that you can walk into your pre-release and feel confident that you know what you're looking for and how to play.
1: That's another game that's also come to the RPG magic. circuit now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it really the, has. The Ravnica crossover. Mm.
0: So yeah. the save- wizards are saving on artwork is also <laughs> what's happening now. <laughs> okay, um, and hey, next month, we're taking control of the reins here because we've been playing a game a lot. We've got about pff, 36, 40 hours. Really? Is in, it that far? Yeah, and as of tomorrow, we've got, uh, I'm not going to say this yet, we've got another day of it. So another 12 hours of research is going to this just tomorrow. What game?
1: What, what I'm, game I'm could confused. you play for
0: days and days and days and days? Gloomhaven. Oh, yes, It's Gloomhaven's yeah. coming up. Uh, also, again, it's tricky to get hold of, but... This game is uh, no secrets. Uh, has blown our socks off. We love it, yep. so we're so keen to talk about it. Uh, so we thought, yeah, let's let's get that in on a podcast. So yep.
1: if you want to look at it, we've done the unboxing, so you can uh, have a little bow peep at that. It's a
0: big box of chits. Yeah, uh, it's very very heavy, and there's lots of miniatures in there. Um, but yeah, Gloomhaven, what an amazing game. I think it's uh, number one on Board Game Geek. Still, it's been there for still. a while. Uh, it's a it's it's a classic. If you can just get your hands on one, the I think the Whatever they do in the printing publishing
1: world doesn't get enough copies out there for people. No, no. Look, it creates demand, doesn't it? I mean, just driving the uh, the, the, the demand and the price it's up. A very you know? cynical, uh, yeah, it is. But approach- yeah, yeah. Starcadia <laughs> Quest is coming out. Starcadia, uh, yeah, which is uh, the latest cool mini or not uh, project. Uh, Oh yeah, no, Arcadia Quest in space. Yeah, that's it. That's Andy exactly Hayes right. will be losing his mind over that. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's already, I believe, pre-backed. Uh, cool, Mini or Not's next oh. fifty projects. Well, hopefully, so.
0: yeah, hopefully, you'll get some uh, pictures of his painting for that up on our page yeah. as well on the Facebook. Yeah, that'd be nice on uh, our Keep an eye out for. We just unboxed When I Dream. Have I mentioned that yet? Yeah. Oh, no, we hadn't, yeah. but uh, when we, I dream, we have now. Yeah, a new board game from uh, Draw Lab Entertainment and designer Chris Dar Repos Darsakles. Games. Darsakles. Uh, and that's his first game. Good on you, Chris. That's exciting times. Uh, well, yeah, it is a beautiful-looking game, lovely artwork. Yeah. Nice and simple family game. We unboxed it today because we want to play with the family on the weekend. We'll see if that... Uh, After <laughs>
1: Gloomhaven features in a later episode, perhaps. Yeah, we'll see. it could do, couldn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, All I right. think that's uh, really it. That was episode 128. All right, yeah. shall we... Uh, ooh, it's only an hour long. Well, that's oh. got to be a record. Let's see if we can stretch it out with uh, a little
0: discussion. We'll make up for it next month. Uh, Gloomhaven will be an eight-hour episode. Matt's quiz will be back. Ah, yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> oh, well. well no, in just...
1: truth, The only reason to do a Matt's quiz is just so we can hear Daniel's theme.
0: <laughs> that is true. That's something to look forward to. Uh, <laughs> so we're doing Gloomhaven, looking forward to it. Daniel's theme tune, looking forward to it. Matt's quiz actually done oh, maybe you can go and wash the dishes while that's <laughs> happening. But, hey, at least you don't have to be in one.
1: And speaking of, t- of time stories, uh, yeah. what Will event, or we? Well, we, yeah. we were initially, what would you look for in another scenario? Like, so Let's say you, oh. could, you could design their next scenario. What do you think you would uh, l- oh, do? I don't know what, what sort of- the
0: favourite one is. I think it was... you know Oh, there's so many! Like I really like the the fifties noir thing, but we, that was kind of touched on in the in the other one that we started to play. Uh, what was that, Estrella Estrella Drive, Drive
1: which is, uh, the yeah. 80s. was yeah. the eighties? Yeah. Was it the it eighties? Was it in the eighties? Oh,
0: okay, one. all right. Well, what yeah. is this, this, this Hollywood
1: is this? film industry?
0: Yeah, in okay, 80s. sorry. Um, yeah, maybe but like a fifties noir. Noir, noir one, y kind of, you know, sultry and and steamy <sighs> and cigarettes and black and white oh. and.
1: Or could they do, like, the assassination of JFK or something like that? Sweet, that's Give a good it an idea. alternate history? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like the awesome. idea of that. Uh, or just go way back in
0: time, go for some sort of, like, Anglo-Saxon uh, bonkers invasion, like 1066 Battles of Hastings. Yeah, you know, yeah. That sort of thing. Sort of yeah. thing. Uh, some sort of crown conspiracy behind the scenes. But you know, more common people. I don't, I'm not in mm. bothered about playing... You know, it's like people that have had second lives and all that sort of stuff. It was like, oh, I was Napoleon. Not bothered about that. I <laughs> About the regular man.
1: No, maybe maybe some sort of a heist version yeah. or something like that, where you're actually you know, not necessarily heist. investigating anything. You're actually doing a heist, and, and you know, there's. I did you know. do, did you do the heist the uh, the VR on
0: the PS4? No, it's just a oh man, I've got to stick inside that. That's that's menacing. That's good. What well, you're actually sitting in a chair with a guy who's huge walking around in front of you being very threatening and right. you're like oh brown trousers time you gotta remind yourself that uh, he can't actually punch in the nose but he could <sighs> he could but you're not gonna you don't feel it you might mm. it's very good uh it's i think it just comes with it's one of the freebies that you get the so is
1: that the one where you sort of uh, you you are playing the game you can't see what's going on and then somebody punches you in the nuts
0: Uh, Yeah, that can happen as well. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was episode 128. Uh, Good night, everybody. Yeah. Good night. Good night.